0: Okay, hello and welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me is my head elf Fort Winston.
1: That is, that is so very uh I just I can't I can't even I can't even abide being called your elf. You I, pulled that on the last episode and he was not having it.
0: You're just gonna <laughs> keep trying it. I mean, he needs to be an elf. I'm trying to start a petition that actually like gets where you two both have to dress up. As elves. Well, I'll, be,
2: I'll be the reindeer wrangler. Is that okay? I'm I'm absolutely not ever going to dress up ever. In ever. tights, no. right? It's not y'all
0: it can be happen. men in tight tight
1: nope. tights. <laughs> it will literally never happen.
0: Okay, well There's the opening jingle bell. <laughs> so, disclaimer, um, if you happen to listen to our podcast uh, with little ones around, maybe you're in the car, maybe you're listening while you're cooking something yummy, uh here is your warning. We're gonna give some Secrets and things that uh, we may not want little ones to know about. So, here is your opportunity to shoo them away, put us on pause for two seconds, and then come back and listen to some fun about Christmas Mm -hmm. and the people behind it.
1: Giving away some trade secrets over there, Katie.
0: Yes, yes. So, hopefully they're gone now. Y'all good? We're clear? Clear. Clear. Okay. Clear. So, with Christmas, we kind of wanted to talk about how Santa always gets... You know, he's the guy. He's the one that everyone thinks about with Christmas.
1: He's the boss. He's
0: he's the man. He's the man. (laughs) But there's some kind of unsung heroes that really are behind Christmas. And we kind of wanted to have some fun with this and talk about three main ones. But from that, you know how we get. We spin off on tangents, so you know that we're going to go in different directions. But I'm advocating for Mrs. Claus.
2: Sell it to me. Why? I want to debate.
0: You want to debate? Yes. Okay, so... Mrs. Claus, I mean, she is the person right there with Santa. She is making sure that everything is being taken care of because we all know that with most cases, behind every successful man, there is a strong woman making sure everything's getting done. Mm -hmm. And I'm really excited to see in the media now, uh, Duluth Trading and Zulily are actually doing commercials really honoring Mrs. Claus. The Duluth Trading one is actually um, a very... Outdoorsy kind of rugged Mrs. Claus. She is out there on the ladder like stapling in the lights to the house and she's making sure I think she's at one point like in the hay bales trying to make sure everything's set up for the reindeer and Some of the verbiage on that commercial is you won't see her name in lights. You won't see her at the malls She's in the background. Why does she do it? It's because no one else can Here is to those making the magic so I think it's a very fun play on Mrs. Claus and how she's a huge part of the magic.
1: see, the thing is, I mean, you know, basically they're just making some stuff up, though, because, it, you know, there's no there's not really a whole lot of uh, context uh, for the for the legend of Mrs. Claus and what exactly it is she does. I'm assuming <laughs> she
2: cooks. do you think she cooks for the
1: elves?
0: I mean. In all the stories you see that Mrs. Claus is definitely baking the cookies and some of them she's teaching the elves, but there's actually, so so Mrs. Claus doesn't have a name. She does not have a first name. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean. It's like
2: the old man from the Christmas story. Yeah.
0: It's, she is just Mrs. Claus. She is completely wrapped around the identity of Santa. There is this real spicy poem from 1889, Goody Santa Claus on a sleigh ride. So she gets a name, Goody, which is short for good wife. Mm-hmm. It sounds like what you say to your dog. Good boy, good, 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 good wife. You're being a good wife. So she gets a little sassy in this poem, and um,
1: starts bad mouthing the man. Yeah, a little
0: resentment. She goes, you just sit here and grow chubby off the goodies in my cubby. From December to December till your white beard sweeps your knees, for you must allow my good man that you are but a lazy woodman and rely on me to foster all our fruitful Christmas trees.
2: Burn notice. Whoa. Dang, getting, getting, (laughs) getting some serious lip going there well I like she can stand up for herself like
0: and that was 1889 like she really whoever did this was way i mean you think about now it's all like kind of women empowerment and all of that but and that's really what the zoo lily commercial is much more of an open letter you know those commercials they do where it's different voices and they're all saying stuff so it's an open letter to mrs claus and it's supposed to be like thank the mrs claus in your life and so I think that's where I'm advocating for the Mrs. Claus is the symbol. Because I'd love to see more of Mrs. Claus out there. Um, I actually just took my niece to a, a local, it's actually a bar. But I took her to a bar during the day.
1: Hot dog.
0: <laughs> and they were doing a family-friendly brunch. And I was really excited. They had a Rudolph. They had a Santa. And they had a Mrs. Claus. Mm. And so I thought that was really cool to have mm. that dynamic. Because usually you just see Santa.
1: I see... The thing is, you you listed you listed someone who's really you can't really call Rudolph uh, an unsung hero because he's got a whole song dedicated to him. But I've really, got I've got my debate ready. Just wait. <laughs> I mean, but really, does Mrs. Claus deserve to be in the in that same you know in in that same category of of Christmas figures? Is she really that important?
0: Absolutely. I'm sure that both of your wives are the Mrs. Claus of the family. I know my mom is the Mrs. Claus for sure. She What makes, exactly
1: what exactly does it is, is required to make someone quote unquote the Mrs. Claus? They buy all the they gifts. They buy right? all the
0: gifts. They're responsible for making sure everything's done. All Santa does is excuse me. Delivers them. <laughs> I mean, that's it. And you think about it. It's just, you know, like, okay, well, the mom's probably the one who's made sure all the gifts, the Mrs. Claus, has made the cookies to leave for Santa. She has made sure that all the gifts are purchased.
1: Santa is basically the CEO and chairman of a multinational corporation that manufactures millions of toys per year. And then he also happens to be the delivery boy, too. So it's not like Santa's just sitting around doing nothing.
0: Even pictures show that he just rattles off the naughty or nice list, but she's the one that actually produces it.
2: God, I hadn't seen that. Yeah. She produces the list? Yeah. Okay, so your argument is she writes the list, she feeds the elves and Santa and just takes care of
0: She She the takes place? care of all the behind the scenes and he gets all the glory. I'm not saying that Santa doesn't do a lot, but I'm I, saying
1: I feel that like you did say
2: Miss- that exactly almost. <laughs> I'm I'm hearing you, Katie. I'm just not completely (laughs) sold yet. Mm. Do you have anything else to add to this before we move to court?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Mrs. Claus deserves, I'm not saying Santa doesn't deserve credit. I'm saying Mrs. Claus deserves a lot more credit than she gets because she really is the one behind the magic Mm. and making sure that things happen. I mean, you see pictures of her mending Santa's suit. And I mean, if he didn't have a suit to wear, he'd be, you know, what, delivering presents in his boxers? Come
2: on. Let me fight back, though, because when Santa comes, everyone's asleep. The kids are supposed to be asleep. So does anyone even see him in his red suit? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Who? Who does? Who who, who sees
0: Santa? Every year, a handful of children have to accidentally see a glimpse of him to keep the magic alive.
1: To keep the magic alive. So now it's all about the magic.
0: Magic. (laughs) The magic of Christmas. The twinkle. Yes.
2: Mm -hmm. All right. Well, there was Katie's unsung hero, Mrs. Claus. She's
0: the best. Well, I'm waiting. It's silent. It is not silent night around here. Come on, y'all.
1: Okay. Listen my thing is is really the elves it's it's the factory workers that are that that get such short shrift i mean you know sure you get some some stupid little games that you can play like elf on the shelf with your kids and so forth but and there was that one movie elf uh so so it's not like they're completely unsung but come on the elves are the ones that are really doing all the backbreaking labor that it is actually required to give out all of these presents to all of these children.
0: I See, I'll agree that, yes, they, they need to have some recognition. Like, in the Santa Claus, the elves, like Bernard, he is the one making sure things are getting done. And in, I think, Santa Claus 2... One of the Santa Claus, they have the elves with attitude. Yeah, ELF, they come the- in and they, like... Uh, yeah, they have like the candy cane. Elf Liberation Donuts. Front
1: yes. or something like ELF. How yeah. many elves do you think there are? Well, I mean, based on based on his his operation, based on Santa Claus's operation up at the North Pole, I figure there've got to be probably thousands. I mean, you, you know, they're they are cranking out some serious serious goods um, up there. So uh, there there've got to be a ton. That factory has got to be huge. I mean, you know, the depictions that you see in the in the in the movies, they they, they lean a little heavily on uh, on magic a lot of the time, and like they don't really go into where are all those toys stored after they're put together. You know, who all is working to put them together? I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's a major undertaking, and it all basically rests on the backs of the elves. I mean, they don't get a wage. They're, you know, they're they're bossed around by Santa Claus all the time, and then apparently, if you if you believe
2: what Katie has to say, apparently they have to hear it from Mrs. Claus too. These guys are educate them. (laughs) I don't think the elves want to be heroes, though. I think they like to be under Santa's thumb. Oh,
1: oh, so we're going with the Harry Potter argument. Yes, yes, we are. Our yes. elves want to be owned and treated like <laughs> slaves, basically. I see. Oh I see. Okay.
0: No, but I think there's definitely, there's there's truth to that. I'll agree that they, they you know, my whole thing is Santa's great, but we need to have some representation of... The other people involved in Christmas,
1: and I know that we we went over this last year uh, at, at Christmas time last year. But I will point out to you again, and I will point it out to you every Christmas that originally Santa Claus was not conceived of as a big fat man with a white beard and a red suit. That didn't come along until later. If you listen to "Twas the Night Before Christmas," and all through the house a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. And blah 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 blah. <laughs> Saint Nick was actually described as a jolly old elf. Yeah. I'm... Um, so he's a slave driver. I mean, he he's he's basically Holy enslaved moly, his own people. Y'all. It's ridiculous, The, Man. the elves was, need some love.
0: This is not Krampus. Stop getting so dark. <laughs> happy, happy thoughts.
1: I'm just saying. I feel like the whole operation falls apart if not for the laborers, and they they as usual, the laborers are not getting the uh, the 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 props that they deserve
0: it's a well-oiled machine where you have great leadership you have great workers and they're t- and you know mrs claus is making sure she's almost like hr she's kind of being the voice tell them saying like oh you need to be nicer oh, to the elves or, that's a bad oh, we argument need to work, you, know? you know
1: a lot of a lot of employees don't like hr just like as a general rule employees okay employees then don't, then don't maybe like maybe like the
0: employee liaison <laughs> there we go <laughs>
2: She's yeah. like the union rep or something. Yeah, she's making, she makes sure they're taken
0: care of and sneaks them little like snacks and stuff.
2: Mm. She handles her W twos. Yeah. <laughs> she's good. Okay, Cam, she sure.
0: what's your argument? All right, what's here we got? go.
2: I so I oh he's prepared. I, I came prepared, guns a blazing. Mine is not about Rudolph in particular mm. because he did get his own song. Mine is about the reindeer mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, and so I have a five-point list I've created. <laughs> and what's not even on the list is the fact that the reindeer are the literal workhorses; they pull the sleigh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Number one, there's equality in the ranks because male and female reindeer both grow antlers. Mm-hmm. You hear me out. Mm-hmm. Number two,
0: except. It's an annual reminder that male reindeer lose their antlers in winter and female do not. Therefore, Santa's sleigh is actually pulled by a team of strong, powerful, underrated women. Man. Found it on Instagram.
2: So that's how we're going to play this game. <laughs> <laughs> Point number two, they are most fit for the job. Out of all the people in the North Pole, out of all the creatures in the North Pole, because they are native to the North Pole. They have the, the fur, and also, I found this out, that their their noses, they heat the air so that the, when they breathe in, they don't freeze their lungs.
0: That's pretty awesome.
2: So they're hi- I- they're highly qualified. Did not like, know that. On their resume, they are highly qualified for mm-hmm. the job. Yeah, it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. Number three, they are modest. Okay? <laughs> All they ask for is food. You've got the elves asking for 401k matching and health <laughs> benefits. <laughs> and The reindeer just want to be fed, and they're ready to roll.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you, uh, as a side note, did you, when you were a kid... Like make up the little mix of dried corn. And stuff. reindeer, reindeer food.
2: Yep.
0: Yes, and you can put glitter. Glitter in it too. Yep. Yes. Oh, that's so much fun. I Love it. Of course, I do like. I can't remember which Santa Claus it was, but that they have the one reindeer that likes to eat snacks. Do you yes. remember that? And he yeah. like got really large. And that
2: was Santa Claus Two, the Mrs. Claus, and the reindeer in Santa Claus Two are terrifying. Have you all seen that recently? Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. I watched it last like, year. They're scary. They
0: have some interesting faces.
2: Point number four, they are go with the flow. They're like Enneagram nines, okay? Uh, because um, they're cool with changing their names. Did you know that originally it was Donder and Blixum, hmm. but it was changed to Donner and Blitzen? And they were totally cool with it. And Donder and Blixum is actually German for thunder and lightning.
1: Oh, oh man. man. Yeah, I thought that was pretty sweet.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're super go with the flow. And my last point is uh, they forgive and forget. Because Rudolph, when did he come around? 1939. And yeah, they like made fun of him and everything for his red nose, but he proved himself, and they moved on.
0: I guess I can't say that Mrs. Claus forgives and forgets when I just read that poem about her being real resentful and sassy.
2: Sassy, oh, yeah. Hell hath no fury like a Mrs. Claus scorned.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yep. And she's baking all those cookies, sewing up his pants. Mm-hmm. So I think
1: we know who who wins this debate obviously
0: what are you gonna say you yeah
1: absolutely
2: no i thought you were gonna say me (laughs) no (laughs)
0: i came prepared i think i mean no i'm very i think the suggestions you brought out the comments you brought out about the reindeer i mean it's true i think elves reindeer mrs claus they're all big heroes in this
2: ah mrs claus so we need our fans to vote i feel like
0: we do and let's talk about some of the other unsung heroes in reality the delivery drivers I mean, oh,
1: yeah. come on. Yeah, real
0: world. in real world, it is in real world. And that's where I guess I was going like in real world. There's a someone in your family who usually ends up being a Santa Claus or a Mrs. Claus that really makes sure that everything happens. We talked about it before with like Thanksgiving, preparing your house and that it, you know, doesn't just happen where people all show up to your house and you've got to just make sure there's food got to prep your house if people are sleeping over you need to make sure all the sheets are washed everything's taken care of and then when the tornado of everybody leaving you've got to deal with the mess and cleaning it up and prepping and making sure that if you do have to wrap presents that you've got those like taken care of ahead of time and so there's a lot with that but uh I mean I know my mom is definitely a Mrs. Claus out there or a Santa Claus or super Christmas person because I think to to, to date she has put together, I want to say it's like 30 or more Christmas trees. She has decorated, she's had some little elf helpers on several of them, but she has personally decorated over 30 trees across Memphis some of them are at our office, and then she's done several at the Memphis Oral School for the Deaf.
2: So that number doesn't even include her personal tree at no, home, right? No, no, so
0: that's she's still trying to finish putting her personal tree together, and we do Christmas at her house. So that's why I mean, like, she is for sure a Mrs. Claus and taking care of everything. And
2: you so that's know. a better argument. Your mom is the unsung hero of Christmas. Yeah,
0: I think so, but I think ever it could be a male, and the. You know, family that's the one buying all the presents. Daniel was so proud of himself, he got all his presents wrapped. And I'm like, how many people did you have to buy for? You? Yeah. Congratulations. I have to buy for everybody else.
1: <laughs> I am buying uh, my kids' presents. Uh, at least some of them this year. I oh. Mean, as, I, as I indicated earlier, um, maybe when we, when we weren't tape, taping, but I, I rely heavily on on uh, Amazon wish lists. and
2: Yeah, I do too yeah look at this picture of baby reindeer i'm just oh, staring they're at it so cute. they're little no oh
0: we'll have to put that on the post but so yeah so delivery drivers are i think for sure are saving grace when it comes to christmas except now i know it's not the delivery driver's fault but when they show up to your house and they drop the box off and it says on the side what's in there that's, that's well again
1: you know you've got to be careful not just with pictures on the box but you get notifications in your house now alexa starts Piping up and, and and telling people, hey, your watchma thingy is or has arrived and someone in the room is like, The the what? Yeah. My what? Did you get me that for Christmas?
0: Yeah, that's what happened at my mom's house. She's got one of those Alexa shows, and of course the granddaughters, um, her grandkids can can look at it and see there's a picture on there and mm. Jules can read, but it was scrolling across, like, oh, this, you know, Playmobil whatever was just delivered. And I think Jules looked over and I like tried to quickly swipe across it. But yeah, I mean, those notifications are great and all until it's Christmas time or birthday time and you're just like, ooh, too much I'll, communication.
1: <laughs> I'll give you another uh, unsung hero, r- real life unsung hero. Y'all have heard me talk many times about uh, our family tradition that we go to a restaurant called Pete and Sam's mm-hmm. every every Christmas Eve and have for, for my, basically my entire life for the last... Uh, 45 years no 35 years I don't know anyway it's been a long time since like 1983 um You're old. they are packed every christmas eve they wow. are absolutely just slammed with people they're wall to wall people from the time that they open at 5 until they close i don't even know when they close but it is jam packed with people and
0: they heard you were there and so you started this tradition
1: we we could definitely argue that it, we were certainly one of the earliest groups to to do this on an on an uh, annual basis and that the tradition grew from there were a, a few devotees of pete and sam's that started going every single year and it's grown into a huge deal um so not just pete and sam's but anybody anybody that has to
2: serve at a restaurant on mm-hmm. christmas eve Deserves some props. Yeah. And that's a good segue <laughs> oh, because yeah. I was going to say my real life unsung Hero are like the the employees of like grocery stores and Walgreens mm. who are open on Christmas Eve and sometimes even Christmas Day, oh, you know, yeah. in case you forget a dish or an ingredient or yeah. you're sick.
0: Yeah. I was to say an emergency happens. Hospital
2: workers. Yeah. casino workers oh (laughs) because casinos are open
1: on christmas day that's true yeah
0: and that's where a lot of people i know a lot of people who don't have family end up going to casinos and stuff like that and you know those who didn't listen to our episode last year so you do pete and sam's for christmas eve um what do you do christmas eve cam
2: we just do like a family meal we don't go anywhere yeah Mm, keep it low-key
0: so daniel's family so my grandmother uh David's mother, her birthday is on Christmas Eve, and so sometimes we'll go and do something with her on Christmas Eve. Sometimes we'll do it the day before, and uh, kind of because we never really had a big Christmas Eve tradition except for being with her on her birthday because it's Christmas Eve. But um, when Daniel and I got married, his family makes homemade ravioli, and we do homemade ravioli for Christmas Eve, and this year, actually... At my house, we started prepping all the ravioli, and that is a process to to go through all of that, and then you freeze it, because if you were trying to make all of it the day before Christmas Eve, that'd be a nightmare. We ended up making 50 dozen raviolis.
1: 50 dozen.
0: And then we, apparently, I opened my mouth. I thought it was a joke, kind of. Somebody said, okay, who's gonna make the gravy? Which, the gravy is the, the sauce that goes on top of it, not actual, like, you know, gravy gravy
1: it's spaghetti sauce. It's spaghetti
0: sauce essentially <laughs> but it's the italians call it the gravy mm-hmm. and so i said oh yeah we we can try and make the gravy not thinking that my in-laws would take us seriously because i thought that like you know this is a sacred thing they make the gravy and it didn't click until a couple of days ago and daniel goes you realize you volunteered us to make all of the gravy and i said no i thought we were just like haha making it not like for real, making it. So now we've got to make all this gravy.
1: What have you done, Katie? Are you <laughs> a gravy maker, Kate? Katie, do you, have, have you made gravy before?
0: I make mine, but like mine has mushrooms in it, and like they don't do mushrooms in there. Oh no, no. So
1: mushroom, no mushrooms are bad.
0: So this may be bad. I don't know. I I may ruin Christmas Eve. Like this is this is a lot of stress. I just am going to make sure there's extra wine, so if somebody doesn't like it, it's like, oh, yeah, have another glass of wine. Mm. Here you
2: go. You could use wi- wine as the gravy.
0: You just pour it on. You just pour
2: the... it on the ravioli.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Wrapping it up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up with a pretty bow. Well,
1: ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to do a bullseye this week. We hope you have a very, 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 very Merry Christmas. Uh, we'll go ahead and give the crown to Cam this year for his debate. Uh, really? Of the He uh, was
0: the most prepared, for sure, with his bullet points.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that is the closing bell. Ladies and gentlemen, you have made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard, please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and subscribe and have it beamed directly to your phone every single Thursday at noon. That's right. Every single Thursday, folks. We are just churning them out. <laughs> If you'd like to find out more about me and Katie, feel free to go to our website. That's bullcastpodcast.com. We also have a Twitter ham handle, and we tweet things. That's at bullcastpodcast. And we have an Instagram handle. That is also at Bullcast podcast. Uh, and finally, if you'd like to find out more about where Katie and Cameron and I all work, we work at a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. You can find out more about all three of us and the rest of our amazing team and our boss, David Pickler, by going to picklerwealthadvisors.com.
0: Advisors the no.
1: Not a knee. Ladies and gentlemen, I've given you all of the instructions you need to go forth and be married. So for now, I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cameron. And we're done.